0: Welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we provide the internet with the life hacks they demand. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff.
1: I'm Louisa Heron.
0: And it is now officially the beginning of fall. How do I know? How dare you? Because they hung up a spirit Halloween sign (laughs) at the strip mall up the street from my house. Yay! There's nothing in the building yet, but they've begun.
1: See, here's where I'm surprised, because I have seen friends online who have gone into a Spirit Halloween store already this season and taken oh, photos damn. of their merchandise, so where are these open Spirit Halloweens? Yeah,
0: I think that there's, like, I feel like, you know how when, you know, concerts, or uh, bands announce their concert schedule and they have a list, and they usually list the, like, big venues first, mm. and then maybe a few weeks later they'll list the smaller ones? Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's that, but for Halloween, where they're like, okay, we all know that there are these 30 Halloween towns where if you're <laughs> going to set the mood of Halloween for the year, you need to start there. I think there's um, only three I or four know. movies
2: in the Halloween town series, Matt.
0: <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo. Um, I just want to move to one of those towns. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was going to say a Halloween taste maker.
1: The two people I know for sure have been into ones this year. Both live in New England, and I think maybe the Halloween mm-hmm. stores know that that's your market.
0: Yep. maybe it spreads like a virus out from New mm-hmm.
1: England. Mm-hmm.
0: Where is their corporate headquarters? I wonder. It's a good question. No I one feel knows. Like I feel like maybe it's somewhere like New Mexico, and only because they. I don't have any proof that there's a connection here, but okay. it feels like they are connected to those fireworks stores that pop up in parking lots around 4th
1: of July. Oh, interesting. Hmm. And those are related to New Mexico in your mind?
0: I th- I again, I feel like oh, okay. fireworks <laughs> sales are all originate from New Mexico. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, sure. It doesn't I have matter to be true.
0: It's my feelings and that's important. Mhm.
1: Mm -hmm. I do love the Halloween season. I'm already drawing and making Halloween-related things. For me, it's uh, still,
2: it's barely the dog days of summer, so (laughs) this is... Well, yeah,
1: you have a hard deadline, too, when life gets uh, more difficult again, don't you? Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's true.
0: But the dog days of summer seamlessly transition into the werewolf days of Halloween. (laughs) Oh! Yep. You don't see a lot of dogs turning into werewolves, even though that's as complicated as men turning into werewolves if you think about it.
1: Are you saying if a werewolf bit a dog, they would become part human for part of the month? Oh, no, I was thinking That's the only
0: way it would make sense. (laughs) If it didn't work that way, that would be outrageous. Uh, So we're we're talking
2: werewolves where, like, you turn into a man-wolf, not like you turn into a big, monstrous, but still, like, wolf-shaped wolf?
1: No, humans turn into wolf-mans. Dogs turn into man-wolves. Mm. I think that if a werewolf
2: bit a dog, it would turn into the midway point between a dog and a wolf <laughs>
1: <laughs> like an Irish wolfhound
2: <laughs> it would just become like larger and hairier like it would be like teen wolf but dog shaped.
1: <laughs> I'm
0: using wolf here as uh or I'm using dog here as a shorthand for all canines. Yeah, oh, interesting. like okay. if a werewolf bit a wolf, they would have to turn into a man wolf or wolf man or something
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. This is challenging to me. Did you know they're making a
2: Spirit Halloween movie?
0: Yes, I talked about this on our podcast a year ago. (laughs)
1: What what can the plot be, though?
0: Yeah, (laughs) apparently, from what I read a year ago, and maybe it's changed since then, but it's supposed to be in the vein of A Night at the Museum.
1: Oh, a real monster mash. Uh, Yeah, like the
0: the costumes come to life kind of thing, which is pretty good. It's got Rachel Lee
2: Cook and Christopher Mm. Lloyd
1: in it. It's going to be terrible, but yeah, it might terrible. be good. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. If it's about the costumes, the biggest seller, I'm sure, for Spirit Halloween is whatever extremely topical temporary costume is the thing Fortnite? that year.
0: Is it Fortnite still? So
1: so say it's Fortnite. So <laughs> then you make that movie, and in two years, people are like, can you believe this fucking movie went so hard on the Fortnite costumes? Well, they're know. not
0: gonna do that, though, because the people making the movie are even older than us. <laughs> so they aren't gonna know that it's Fortnite. They're gonna be like, yeah, everyone likes a scary scarecrow, right? So that's the, the main villain. I mean, that, I wouldn't mind
1: it. that. I think that would yeah. be good. But they're gonna make some oh, Trump mask or whatever jokes, and it's gonna be terrible. Nah, it'll be fine. I wonder if they... I think those
0: will be throwaway jokes and that, yeah. that's you have to expect that in this kind of movie.
2: I wonder if they'll be able to license the Ghostface costume which is not <laughs> owned by the people who make Scream and they have to license
0: it themselves. Is it owned by Spirit Halloween? This is a good question. Good question. It I don't
2: know for sure. I think it's owned by some like independent costume company that doesn't do anything except make ghost face masks. Are they based out of New Mexico? <laughs> Would you like to know where Spirit Halloween's flagship
1: store is? I want to
0: guess. Yes. Okay. I want to guess. Oh yeah. Guess. Uh, yeah. We their
1: guess. first one. I'm gonna say. How about Chicago?
0: Okay, Matt. I'm I'm going to say Salem, Massachusetts. <laughs> good. These are both really good guesses, but it is in fact.
2: Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey.
1: Damn it! Oh, damn.
0: <laughs> I was really like, I had a genuine moment of adrenaline rush when I thought you were going to say New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no. I would have literally. Egg Harbor, ripped- New Mexico. Yeah. All the port, port towns on New Mexico. I literally would have ripped off my headphones and run around <laughs> the office if I if that had happened.
2: Honestly, I don't think there's anything more appropriate in the world than Spirit Halloween being located in South Jersey,
0: like their headquarters yeah. being in the Pine Barrens. <laughs>
1: I was going to say, we can visit this fucking place.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Although, that's like an hour away from my house. Mm-hmm. Why don't I have a Spirit Halloween yet? You
2: yeah, <laughs> can probably so go close. to their flagship store.
1: But I want it you here. Is it familiar ram? Because it should be. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, what if they're... Ooh, what if it was like the the test stores for McDonald's? Where mm. you go to the flagship one, they have special yeah. products they're testing that you can't get anywhere else. Weird yeah, they costumes have, they don't they think people will like. They have Halloween
0: masks made entirely out of Doritos. <laughs> yeah! Oh,
1: that would be so exciting. Do you
2: know what year round store owns
1: Spirit Halloween
2: and is also headquartered in Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey?
0: Cento, uh, I- that Italian food can company. Mm, okay. That's a good guess. But I'm going to say <laughs> Party City oh matt's closer it's spencer's gifts ah Ah, that makes a lot of sense although then why can't i get uh birthday cards for my grandma that has a dick on every page in (laughs) spirit (laughs) halloween (laughs) Halloween. yeah Yeah.
2: maybe you can at the flagship store spencer's halloween (laughs) (laughs) spencer's halloween sounds like a nickelodeon movie from the 90s yeah it's
0: true yep uh matt what'd you do this week Uh, I started playing the new hot game that everyone has been talking about. I'm talking, of course, about Cult of the Lamb. Ooh,
1: I have heard of this. That was
0: going to be my guess. I have not not listened to, I know there's like a Besties episode about it and like a bunch of reviews and stuff. I have not listened to any of those. So if any of these opinions I express overlap with those, I'm not copying from them. I'm just independently a genius. Yeah, they copied from you, actually. Yeah, Exactly. Um, it's real good, you guys. It is exactly if Hades was ActRaiser.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've I've heard that it's a um, it's a resource management. It? Yeah, now that you'd expect. Yeah, like a like a resource management town building thing, but like it has a beginning and end, unlike most yeah. of those games in that genre that I play.
0: Yeah. So if 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 you've played Hades, which I know you have, Jeff, and you haven't, Louisa, even though yeah. you would love it. <laughs> No, like, Louisa, I like Louisa, you would hate it. It's hard. Yeah. The game, the game is hard. It is hard, but it's so good, and it mm. gets so much easier as time goes on. Like, you can turn on that mode where everything gets 1% easier every time you die. Mm. Yeah, if you're mm. a coward. I, I did, and it was great. Yeah, I know. You
2: probably had a better time with it than me. I didn't turn I that mode on. I definitely
0: had a better time with it than you. This is true. Uh, anyway, what's nice about Hades is that the whole loop of it is... You go on these runs through the dungeon where you kill monsters and collect resources and then you go back to the the temple of Hades and you use those resources to basically have a dating simulator where you give mm-hmm. gifts to the other people there. This game has the same, you know, dungeon run mechanic. You run through a dungeon and collect resources. But instead of going back to a dating simulator, you go back to Animal Crossing or, uh, you know, Don't Starve or, like I said, Actraiser, where there's a community there that they're doing stuff and mm-hmm. you give them your resources so that they can do that stuff better. Um, so Good. you've, you've got these, like, feedback loops of, Making the community stronger makes you stronger, so you can collect more resources, so you can make the community stronger. Um, It's also very cute, aesthetically. It's got a lot of cute little... I mean, the main character is a lamb, but all the villagers are... I mean, it's an obvious reference to Animal Crossing, where all the villagers are cute little animals, but they worship Satan, as do you. The plot of it is that you are a lamb that was supposed to be sacrificed to Satan, uh, but Satan brought you back from the dead to start a cult to worship him. Mm. So.
1: so you said this game has a clear beginning and an end. That's the beginning, obviously. Is the end yes. that your cult is successful and Satan comes back or whatever?
0: Yes. Well, I've not finished the game, but okay. as I understand it, the, the plot of it is that there are there's something going on called the old religion where there are four bishops that chained Satan up in hell. Mm-hmm. Um, and those four bishops are all like Cthulhu monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you need to go and kill the four of them. And when you kill each one, their chain on Satan breaks. And once you kill the fourth one, Satan escapes and your cult uh, becomes the dominant religion on the earth, basically.
1: Nice. Wait, if they're Cthulhus, then are there only like, uh, weird satanic religions in this world or something? Is there, is there a God? If there is,
0: he is not involved in this situation in any way.
2: Fair enough. (laughs) It makes a lot of sense though. I feel like if, if the, the mythology in the real world, uh, were followed to its logical conclusion. Satan would be very active, and God would be like, "I don't know, man. Figure it out."
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that the obviously the game is kind of commenting on the idea of like religions in conflict. N- no one is the good guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, which I think that that's a a valid point of view for a game to have. Like, I don't think that you're. Obviously the fact that you are a Satan worshipper and there's this sort of like blood and death uh aesthetic to the backgrounds of the game, um lend itself to a more goth approach, but for all that the main person motivating you is ostensibly Satan, um you know, he's he's not the worst. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, He he does sometimes ask you to sacrifice one of your followers to his glory, which is not great, mm-hmm. but the bishops are, are also bad, and also do human sacrifices <laughs> and stuff like that, so... So it can't yeah. be that bad that you're mm-hmm. doing it, because look, yeah. the other people are doing it too. Everyone's doing it. I mean, most it. of what you do in the game, the, the way you add new villagers to your village is by saving them from being sacrificed to the old gods. Oh, okay.
1: And then... Sneakily sacrificing some of them to the new gods. I mean, sometimes
0: chance. sometimes you do have to sacrifice one of them to Satan, also, but mm-hmm. that's later. And I don't know. Hopefully, I mean, there's a lot of things where, like, if you do sacrifice one of them, the other villagers get real unhappy with you. Yeah. <laughs> so they, you know, it's what you'd expect. Yes.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. I would probably be unhappy if someone sacrificed one of my friends to Satan.
0: Yep. So it's real cute and fun and like a little bit tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm really enjoying it. It's gonna I I predict it's going to be a very short game because there are only four bishops and I've only played like an hour of it and I've gotten most of the way to the first one already. Mm-hmm. Um so I I don't know. I, I don't think it's gonna be as big of a phenomenon as Hades is, but it's giving me that same feeling that Hades gave me when I first started playing it, of like, ooh, there's so many things that I can explore here, you know? It's pretty good. So, I very highly recommend it. Um, I don't think it's on Switch yet, but it is on PC and maybe Xbox? No, I think it just came out on Switch.
2: I was looking at the store the other day.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, if you like it, or Louisa, if you've been thinking you wanted to try Hades, but it seems too complicated and difficult, Mm -hmm. I think Cult of the Lamb may be more up more your speed.
1: All right, I'll keep it in mind. It does sound interesting to me. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Okay, so that's it. Uh, Unless anyone has any questions, Uh, is it uh, pixel art, which I know you hate? No, it is not. (laughs) It is more like hand drawn art. Okay, uh, in the style. I mean, it's sort of like. Uh, it it feels like it's sort of two D pictures moving on a background in the style of like a Mario. Uh, what are those Paper, Paper Mario? Mario game? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. okay. Yeah, That's it's got it, it.
2: I haven't seen much of it, but it looked like sort of that uh, that Flash game style, but
0: elevated like a, yeah. like a Binding of Isaac type of look. Yes, that's a much better comparison. It it has a it looks like binding of Isaac but is not as intentionally gross at least not yet. <laughs> mm, okay. Um, that's it's, it, that's it's, not hard not a hard barrier to clear, but <laughs> yes, it's much much more trying to be cute. Like it's juxtaposing cuteness with darkness to make you um, think. I mm. guess so, but the the villagers are adorable. They're all little woodland creatures. <laughs> Mm. uh and your main character is adorable even the villains are kind of cute in a in a like a monster kind of way <laughs>
1: okay hmm. sounds pretty good
0: yeah that sounds fun all right fun. louisa what did you do this week
1: this week i watched finally a movie i had been wanting to watch for a while but it's only just become available digitally and that is the baz lerman picture elvis mm.
0: i don't
1: know if you guys have seen it just seen
2: it i've not okay. seen it no oh I have All it on right. I have it on my uh, I have it on my plex, but I'm not interested in watching it.
1: <laughs> uh, Bazellor is definitely an acquired taste. You have to like bad super movies. Gilded Rococo uh, expressions of feelings and vibes rather than a movie, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Which I like, so I enjoyed it very much for that. <laughs> but um, it's kind of a strange thing, because uh, you know that it's the story of Elvis's life, and then, mm-hmm. so you, in your mind you kind of think, okay, kind of like a biopic, or a documentary in that way. Uh, what do they call it when you film a documentary? That's not really a documentary. A biopic. Mm, anyway. You're right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, you think it's going to be that, but it's not. It's more like a vibe around <laughs> things that kind of happened in his life? Now, ah, it's so hard to
0: explain. Do yes. you think I would enjoy it if I hate the old bastard, Elvis? <laughs> mm.
1: uh, did you like the movie Moulin Rouge? Yeah, I thought
0: it was good. I mean, at the time, I loved it because I was 16 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, since then, uh, watching it back, I'm like, mm, this
1: is not great, but it's fine. I think on those terms, yeah, you could like it. Plus, it's also very interesting to see Tom Hanks do what I feel is a terrible job <laughs> in a terrible role, <laughs> which is fascinating to watch. Every time that guy talks, you're like, no, no more of this, please. What this is the same is argument people made
0: for for me to watch Cloud Atlas or whatever <laughs> that movie was. Did you watch it? Did you like it? No, I didn't watch it because I don't like <laughs> bad movies.
1: <laughs> I don't think this is a bad movie. This is just uh, my opinion. I've heard people say that it is and people say that it's great, but... I liked it just fine.
0: Mm. Uh, the thing of it is, every time I imagine myself watching it, my brain edits out the movie Elvis and puts in that uh, Weird Al uh, biopic that is that has come out, <laughs> is coming out? It comes out in November, I think. Yeah, that's Day what November. I really want to watch. I yeah. feel like if I watch the Elvis one, I'm just gonna be like, this would be better if it was Weird Al. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but see, you know, like, like, Walk the Line is a biopic about Johnny Cash- Mm-hmm. covering events in his life this kind of doesn't cover events in Elvis' life I don't feel like you come out of this with any more of an idea of the facts of Elvis' life than you had before yeah if that makes sense what if I don't
2: have any idea of the facts of Elvis' life currently
1: uh that might be okay then it's just sort of vibes around what if I just music. don't
0: like anything about Elvis though you might still
1: like it that's the thing I, I feel like a person's relationship to the idea of Elvis has no bearing on whether or not they will <laughs> like this film.
2: <laughs> yeah, i i i can't uh, i can't judge whether or not um, whether a movie is good or not by whether I personally am interested in the subject matter because you know sometimes you
0: love Mission Impossible movies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you know that's a fun action movie, but I'm thinking like like uh, I kind of wanted to see that Ford v Ferrari. Oh no! Okay. Are, wait, are you a stepdad? <laughs> no, I, it just it looked pretty good, but I'm not particularly interested in racing cars. Yeah,
1: no, I, I understand that. Like, it's cool to see a type of movie that you normally you wouldn't like, just to see what's going on there. You know, sometimes I feel like when I was a younger
0: person, I did have that of like, well, even if I even if I'm not interested in it, if it's a good movie, I should watch it, and now. As an older person who is lazier, I'm like, <laughs> I don't have to watch movies that I don't care the about the subject of. Like,
1: <laughs> see, I got lazy in a different way where I feel like I don't want to think too hard. A lot of times, watching a movie, mm-hmm. I just want some images and sounds to go into my face, and yeah. this will do that for you, <laughs> no problem.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think part of it is I, I also am more interested in following artists than seeing a movie that's about a thing I care about. Mm-hmm. So, like, James Mangold directed it, directed Ford v. Ferrari and he's pretty good, mm-hmm. and I like Christian Bale, but, like, Baz Luhrmann, nope, don't like any of his movies. <laughs> Austin Butler, I don't know who that is. <laughs> that's Elvis, the thing. don't care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think Austin Butler did an incredible job. Apparently he was a child actor, he was on a bunch of Disney Channel stuff, I never saw any of that. He does an excellent job of sounding like Elvis, which we all know is very distinctive, but without making it seem like he's an Elvis impersonator, which is an incredibly hard needle to thread, I think. Mm. Yeah. So I think Matt might enjoy this movie. I think Jeff would not enjoy it. But yeah, it was a good movie. The People said the sound mixing was excellent. That's not something I particularly care about, but the way they worked in all the sounds, the music really was very good.
0: I think In order for me to even have a chance at enjoying it, I'm gonna need to wait until after I've seen this Weird Al movie. I know they're not related in any way, but I also know that I want to see the Weird Al movie so much that I feel like watching another movie about a musician is not going to work for me. (laughs) Oh my! All right,
1: you gotta keep your mind focused, I guess, on Weird Al.
0: Can we talk about the fact that Weird Al has had a longer music career than Elvis and the Beatles combined? <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: uh, fucking insane. Yeah, it's really good. There's a lot of people you could say that about, though. Yeah, They're not talking about hit, number one hits or anything. But listen, Weird Al has been a part
0: of the musical conversation for so fucking long. He did a parody spoof of Like a Virgin when it came out and Royals when it came out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I feel like people don't talk about his music that much anymore. Like, when he has a new album coming out, I might not know it has come out for another two or three years. Yeah, Yeah. I I think occasionally
2: uh, he has, like, waves of popularity. And Mm -hmm. I I think after this movie it's going to be, like, another wave, because I think there's an album coming out close to it.
1: I'm sure. the
0: thing is i feel like he's not there's not a um like an industry behind him pushing him into your face so you kind of forget about him yeah but i th- anyone who's ever liked him when you're reminded of him you're like he is a fucking incredible musician <laughs> like yeah. i keep forgetting he exists but when i remember i'm uh, impressed all over again <laughs>
1: Is he doing any music for this movie? I haven't heard anything about that, but that would be awesome. I don't know. I I think he's he's a producer
0: on the movie.
1: (laughs) Is he? Is he in it? That'd be great. Uh, I don't remember.
0: Oh my god! What if he plays Doctor Demento? (laughs) I I don't remember. (laughs) Fucking genius casting. I would love that
2: so much. (laughs) It would be a lot of fun. Uh, I don't remember if I'm remembering him from the trailer for the actual movie or the fake trailer for the fake movie that the actual movie's based on.
1: Mm. Uh, But he might be in it or not, I guess. Yeah. I kind (laughs) of wonder how much that's going to cover real-life stuff. Like, Weird Al's parents died of carbon monoxide poisoning. Is that going to be covered? Because that's pretty fucked up. I can't imagine
0: it will go, like far oh. into the 90s. Okay, now this is making me think, and there's minor spoilers ahead... Uh, but this is making me think that it would be hilarious if it was just a shot-for-shot remake of the movie Midsummer, except with Daniel Radcliffe in the role of Florence Pugh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. What? Because her parents die of carbon monoxide poisoning oh, at the do beginning they? of that movie, yes. Ugh, oh,
1: God. And then
0: it flashes back to him getting the
2: inspiration for his parodies by getting indoctrinated into a Swedish cult.
1: Yes. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a shot-for-shot remake of UHF with Daniel Radcliffe instead. That would would also be very funny. (laughs)
0: Um, I was gonna say what would be even funnier with the Midsummer thing is if they had like a one minute long like at the beginning of Up where it's just a summary of the events of Midsummer (laughs) then that's what set up Weird Al for the rest of his life. And then he went home
2: and he transformed from Florence Pugh into Daniel Radcliffe. Yes.
0: (laughs) With Uh, a wizard's magic wand. (sighs)
2: I'm I'm
0: imagining
2: now because you mentioned UHF there's definitely going to be a scene in the movie where a bunch mm-hmm. of other actors play the Eric char- like actors who played characters in UHF. Yeah, for yeah, sure. That's going to be a fun little bit of bunch of
0: cameos, right? I'm I'm so. trying to cast my mind forward in time and figure out which actor is going to be playing Michael Richards. Yeah, yeah the I'm trouble trying to is, think about if, it too. If
1: they're age appropriate, they're probably someone I've never heard of. Yeah, that's probably true. Like what about Pete Davidson? Who's like a, <laughs> sure, who's why
0: not? like a young, lanky weirdo
1: now? I have no Pete idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, watch Elvis if you like Baz Luhrmann movies, and if you don't, probably don't watch it. I agree. So, Matt, what did you do this week? No. No, we did be already. Jeff, Ah-ha, what did you do, though? Take that.
2: Uh, I have been, uh, I've been doing a bunch of stuff. I started reading Dune Messiah, the second book in the Dune mm-hmm. Saga.
1: Have you um, read the first one? Uh,
2: yes, of course. Obviously.
1: Not okay. as good, huh? You say you don't like to read
0: books. <laughs> this isn't a strange question. Yeah, but it was a while ago. <laughs> okay. Um. The second one, I, the problem is, I read the first three Dune books, and... The second one, you really start to feel it. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
2: I like the first book so much. The yes. second one is making, I started it and I'm like, did I skip a book? Am I reading music? <laughs> because, yes. like, first thing is someone being interviewed about the main character from the first book who, mm-hmm. at the time of when this book takes place, became emperor 12 years ago. But, like, the first book ends, and I don't think he's emperor at the end of the first book.
1: No,
0: but it's heavily implied he's about to be. Yeah. Does the first book end with him, like, walking into the emperor's chamber with his little sister who can kill people with her mind and, like, (laughs) being like, and now I'm gonna be the emperor, you old bastard, and then it cuts to black? I don't even
2: know if the emperor shows up, like, big quotes, on screen in the... In the The book, the second book
1: should start with a page that says just says in really big letters twelve years later, (laughs) and then you know. It
2: instead starts with about sixty pages that all in very small letters say (laughs) twelve years later occasionally between other things.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What if instead at the beginning of the first paragraph it says like A date and time and planet like they do on Law & Order. Oh no, Um,
1: and you have to figure it out for yourself?
0: Yeah, and then you're like, wait, did they ever say what the date was in the first (laughs) book, and you look back and they didn't?
1: (laughs)
2: Love it.
1: That'd be great.
2: Yeah, it's December 12th, (laughs) 40,568. Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> are they getting
2: ready for christmas we have to read for clues in the uh, narrative wow <clears throat> given how given how much the uh the culture of uh muslim people and islam has changed between earth time and dune time i imagine christmas is probably some sort of like free-for-all battle royale uh, where you
0: <laughs> fight people with swords i mean given that Paul Atreides is basically Christ. (laughs) Like, and that is what he would want for his birthday.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. It's really weird because so far, I'm about 60 pages in, and so far, and this book is significantly shorter than the first and third books. um, Mm, That's good. Which I only know because I've had them sitting in a stack on my shelf for a long time. Um, But the, like, it, So far, everything about the book is setting it up so that Paul is the villain of it, which is Mm. such an interesting
1: thing to do with the sequel to a book about Paul becoming Mm. God. (laughs) Here's the thing. I don't understand how people like... Tom Clancy? Who came up with Jack Ryan? I have no idea. Yeah, Jack Ryan was Tom Clancy. People who write series like that, where they're like, here's my cool hero again, I don't understand how that works. Whereas, writing an entire story about a guy and then the next time being like, I fucking hate this guy now, that I understand far more.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think that uh, uh, what I'm, what I'm, my guess about it is. And I haven't read anything that Frank Herbert ha- like said in interviews or wrote about it, but my guess is he was frustrated that his uh, message that white savior stories are bad uh, mm-hmm. was was kind of lost. Uh, it went over people's heads in lieu of, whoa, cool worms.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. this is this white savior is so cool,
1: though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love Ty- Tyler Durden. He's my favorite character.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah oh. <laughs> so he had to make the sequel be about, like, no, actually, we all want to depose that guy who came to our planet and did a bunch of stuff that was none of his business.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is a lot like last week when I was talking about how the League of Their Own series, part of the premise of it is that the... Dottie Henson character is the bad guy, kind of.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, I like these reimaginings. It's fun to me.
0: Yeah, good. Um, I, I've often thought that a good premise for a series of video games in the vein of a Final Fantasy would be every uh, every game takes place under the despotic rule of the hero you played in the previous game. Ooh. Like, anyone who rises to power by slaying the Dark Lord or whatever is on the fast track to fascism, my friend.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And,
0: uh, I would love for for a game series to explore the idea of the oppressor today- or the hero today is the oppressor tomorrow.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how, uh, that's how Star Wars works. If you- if you um... If you strike- like, the last thing you have to do to become king of evil is kill the guy who taught you how to be evil-
0: hmm that's true but i think if that was going to if that message was supposed to be clear in star wars then um uh luke skywalker should have become a real shithead instead of like a weird space monk but he uh, didn't kill the emperor
2: that's the point
0: yeah i know but he was still like the problem is that when people look at star wars they're like yeah but luke skywalker is the real hero and he never did anything bad and like <laughs> no he did a bunch of true? bad stuff well, it's not just that it all happens off screen. <laughs> yeah, not unequivocally bad. Yeah, that's like true. Y- There's argument, like, Anakin Skywalker, you're like, no, he did a lot of bad things and no one can argue otherwise. Yeah. Whereas Luke is like, I think most Star Wars fans think that Luke was the good guy all along, which yeah. I don't think is the message of Star Wars, but I don't think that Star Wars makes it clear enough that that's not the message that people don't think take that as the
2: message.
1: Mm. Uh, I... He has no vices, does he? Except, like, pride or something. But he's not, whining? like... Is whining a vice?
2: <laughs> no, I think, uh, I think because he's George Lucas's self-insert, <laughs> yeah. the only thing he cares about is getting out of his home- hometown to uh, drive race cars.
1: Yeah, And he can't have a messy, romantic relationship because George Lucas is not interested in that at all. So he's, like, this pure... <laughs> Boy, who just does the right things. Yeah, I just wanted him to be awful in the w- the last Jedi. Is that what the he, movie he was? I thought he did a good job being grizzled and jaded and not caring about things anymore. Yeah, but he wasn't awful. He was still awesome. <laughs> like. <laughs> He was awesome
0: in a different way where he's a grizzled mountain man, but we can all agree grizzled mountain men are sometimes awesome. Right. I that's think true. that
2: I think that we're not supposed to read him as heroic or brave when we see him being like, hmm, what if Yoda was worse?
0: Yeah, but but listen, when they wrote that movie, I think that there's a very real chance that that's what they wanted was like to make him, you know, he was the new Yoda or whatever, but that point of view is predicated on the assumption that when we the the audience meet a character who used to be a a god wizard and has decided to become like a weird survivalist mountain man because he's hung up his spurs that we will somehow be like yeah this guy's lame instead of this guy's the coolest hero ever (laughs) yeah
1: just when he thought he was out they dragged him back in yeah that's the premise of literally every (laughs) western movie yeah (laughs) Why would we not like that?
2: (laughs) What I like is Star Wars sticks to its guns with it, and, like, Luke and Yoda don't actually get back into the action. They stay
0: on their planet forever and die. I mean, they're very old, is the thing. Yeah,
2: 900- you- you- something looks so good at 900, whatever Yoda says.
0: Also, Jeff, here's the thing, is, um, you say that they never get into the action- But, who's the man? (laughs) Yoda man. Thank you. (laughs) Oh my god, I can't believe that was a fucking advertising campaign for a Star Wars movie.
2: (laughs) There's a lot of weird things about the the turn-of-the-century Star Wars movies. Yes. Uh, Not just the movies themselves, the culture surrounding
0: them. It's it's so good. Like, the movies aren't good, but the... (laughs) The way in which they were advertised is exceptionally great. (laughs) It's, uh, it's, I don't know a
2: more savory comparison, but, like, the Star Wars prequels bring to mind, like, Earth of a Nation, where it's a movie that is reprehensible and no one should watch, but it invented a bunch of things that are still relevant to movies now, except Mm. the Star Wars prequels are slightly less
0: racist they are and they are way more boring like somehow more boring than birth of a nation which is a very boring movie Mm, so you're saying you've watched it uh we trapped you i mean i've watched parts of it you just said that it's important to watch it for film history yeah
2: uh no i i don't i probably saw scenes of it in some kind of film class
0: anyway Uh, all right what's the show about So what we do on this show is we put a random word into the WikiHow Suggested Articles page so that we can see a list of uh, articles people have requested related to that word. And then we give people advice about how to do those things. And today's word is helmet. Hooray! This is going to be a good one, you guys. There's something special
1: about a helmet. A nice little brain box for you.
0: Yeah. Although I've said this before on the podcast, and I'll say it again, helmets are inherently biased against the giant headed man (laughs) well the giant headed
2: man that i see in my nightmares every night or a different one (laughs) i mean do you see me in your
0: nightmares every night (laughs) i i said before when i I got my bike a couple years ago i had to special order a helmet from sweden because they don't (laughs) make them in america for people the head size that i have (laughs) See, I'm gonna, I'm gonna
1: hit you with. You don't hate helmets. You hate capitalism because if all helmets were custom made, this wouldn't be a problem at all. Then all
0: custom maids would have helmets. Yeah. yeah, you had to
2: order it from Big uh, <laughs> Su. I don't know what the
0: <laughs> Sweden top level domain is. Why would it be Su? <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are weird. <clears throat> That's true.
1: It might be SV. I don't remember either. Huh. Is that Switzerland? No, that's sounds... It doesn't matter. Is it, it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> Is, does Norway have their. like it's all, SE. Or, uh, Is it? Hmm. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um,
1: uh-huh. There's a question on here how to make an origami Viking helmet, and now I'm extremely jealous because I want to know how to make yeah, an origami that Viking, great. Viking
0: helmet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you'd have to make it out of three pieces of paper, right? One for the helmet and one for each of the horns. Yeah, only oh. if you're a coward.
1: I used to have a bunch of origami books when I was young, and it's really a shame that all the hats that they would have you make <clears throat> used a sheet of newspaper, and I don't know what you would do now. I don't even know how to find out the dimensions of that to get your own paper. You could just go buy a newspaper. Ugh, oh, no. Not that. You could go get a <laughs> roll of of but paper
0: for 60 cents, and then just cut it to the size you want.
1: But you don't know what size. That's the problem.
0: <laughs> well, cut, cut it to the size that
2: works. Let's see. Size of a newspaper, we're gonna find out uh, 12, uh, the front page half of a broadsheet is no. 12 by 22.75 I don't know what that means, but I bet you could find that out by googling too
0: <laughs> No, here's what you do you get a, sh- a roll of butcher paper uh you cut it to a size you think is about right and then you start doing the origami and then when you get to a step where the origami doesn't look like the thing you're holding in your hand mm-hmm. you get some scissors and you cut off the part that doesn't look right <laughs> perfect <laughs> good plan okay.
2: yep uh, i like some of these uh like how to fit a horse riding helmet
1: Mm-hmm. trying to put it on your head. Does is it, it fit? Is that, done di- it. is
2: that a different process than a helmet for
1: other purposes? Yeah, it's one of those special little ones that just sits on the very top of your head. No, that's a yarmulke, Louisa. <laughs> <laughs> your I wouldn't call that a helmet. <laughs> What's it made of? But your head's it doesn't the matter. Same it's size. a helmet to protect
0: you from God looking into your brain, I think. <laughs> it's
2: yeah. lead-lined. Okay. That's how it works. Yeah, because <laughs> God has Superman powers.
1: <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> Uh, what did you say, Jeff? You said something that sounded like a real question. Um, Like, your,
2: not- he- your head's the same shape, regardless of whether you're getting a horse-riding helmet or a
0: bicycle helmet. Like When they say yeah. fit, they mean how do you determine what size to wear. They don't mean how do you cram it onto your <laughs> noggin.
2: <laughs> how do you match it with a good outfit?
0: So it may be that horse-riding helmets come in sizes like A and S, and it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know... What does that mean? How many inches is that? It's A and S
1: inches. (laughs) It's probably the thing where, no matter what helmet you're wearing for whatever kind of safety, you put it on you're like, ugh, this feels bad and too tight. But it's supposed to, so then how do you know when it's right? Because it always feels bad. Yep. You just know when you see it. What's okay. the deal
0: with those old-timey football helmets that are, like, leather tubes stitched together? Yeah. That can't be the best way to do it, right? Yeah, that's why they don't use those anymore.
2: They I weren't imagine, the best way to do it. I imagine a leather helmet is better than nothing, but not much.
0: I'm just saying, like, couldn't you make it out of one piece of leather stuffed with something, like a old, like a fancy couch cushion, <laughs> instead of having to do tubes? Why tubes? Does that make it... I don't think
1: I know the that tubes crumples one crumples out. Is that... Is that what crumple zones are? The ones I know look like, the the leatherhead helmets I know look like a rugby ball that's been cut open so you can put it over your head. I don't know what you are talking about with tubes.
0: Yeah, I don't know about Uh, these tubes either. Alright, I'm looking it up. Maybe it's not football helmets, but there's a style of old-timey helmet that's like a bunch of tubes.
1: A conquistador helmet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, I'm seeing a leather bicycle helmet that is like three straps of leather over the head. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Old-timey bicycle helmets are just tubes.
2: Yeah, and maybe hmm. it's not to keep you from getting concussed, but just to keep your head from touching the ground, because they didn't know about
0: concussions yet. Mm-hmm, but they knew you'd get germs on your head if you <laughs> if they touched the ground.
2: Well, the, yeah, that's right. I think they knew about heads getting cut open by hitting stuff,
0: probably. <laughs> Um, But still, I still don't understand why this would be better than just a solid piece of leather over your whole head. It's cheaper. Yeah,
2: Yeah, it's uh, much cheaper. uh, How to make a mini helmet display case.
1: Ooh. Oh, are these those little ones that you get ice cream in at a baseball game? (laughs) (laughs) A display case for these? Yeah, you want to keep them forever.
0: Yeah. Mm. You need to figure out... You need to get a 3D printer to make a really good display set up right
1: uh, i guess so. you're assuming that it would hold each helmet i was thinking you could just do it with tiny shelves oh. yeah but
0: i don't know at that point it it doesn't feel like a custom display case anymore to me
1: yeah what it if didn't it's say the, custom that's well, true no, but what if it's one of those grid grid shelves where it's got a one tiny little cubby that's the right size for each helmet those are pretty That nice. just feels
0: sloppy to me. I feel if I'm going to go to the trouble of having a display case for something, I want it to be like like those those uh, briefcases in spy movies where there's a foam <laughs> cut out perfectly for each thing. Uh-huh. I want that level of like. No, no, no! no. This tiny Delaware Blue Rocks helmet. <laughs> can only go on this one plinth, and that's where it goes, and that's where it belongs. Like, I want the plinth to be exactly the right shape and size, and the colors to to match the helmet. Like, that's what I want. If I'm going to do it, I might as well do it all the way, you know? It has to seem like the solution to an escape room.
1: (laughs) Yes. What if each cubby was velvet-lined in the appropriate colors with foam under the velvet to be the right Mm. shape, and you made it for every mini helmet you could possibly want before you got any of them, and then as you got each one, they all had a spot to go to. We're getting much closer, but I would want something in that cubby that would
0: keep the helmet oriented in the same way as all the other ones, so that if the, the cabinet got jostled, we, we wouldn't end up with a situation where the, uh, cu- I wish I knew more minor league baseball team names. <laughs> The, the
1: pig iron- Delmarva Shorebirds.
0: Yes, the Delmarva Shorebirds uh, helmet like gets knocked sideways, and then it looks terrible next to all the other ones, you know?
1: Yeah. I, this is what the foam encased in, in velvet will help with. I
0: but say- it still needs something to go into the cavity of the helmet to keep it in mm-hmm. the right position, I think. Okay.
1: Uh-huh. At One of those what? little hat stands that looks like a little puffy ball on the Ooh, stick. Now, yes, this is
0: what I want. <laughs> or like you know, in ring boxes, how the bottom is kind of like like a, a little pillow so that the ring can like nestle down into it a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I think that that would work for these mini helmets. Now, here's the question: How do you get all the ice cream out of them first? Practice, uh, practice,
1: practice.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: there we go. Um, I. I wouldn't want to make all of the stands ahead of time, Louisa, because what if there's expansion teams or See, name changes?
1: You right. and I agree on this, Jeff, but Matt wants it to be everything has its exact place ahead of time.
0: Correct. But you can make it modular, where you build it in such a way that there are, like, it is symmetrical, but you can slot new stands in.
2: Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. are you only collecting, like, Delaware Valley minor league baseball mm-hmm. teams are you going all <laughs> across the country. No, 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 that's insane. Okay, whew, that made me nervous for a second. That would have been a
0: large portion of your home. Mm-hmm. I think. Yep. There's a lot of those, right? I've dedicated my entire basement to this. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: right next to all of the bodies. Mm-hmm.
0: The Which bodies are also the- arranged very neatly in little cubbies. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say they're all wearing the helmets of the <laughs> Oh, love it. The Got reason one for their bodies that. is because they're tiny helmets, so I had to cut their heads down to fit. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, there's not as many minor league
2: baseball teams as I thought, and none of them have as funny a name as to say as the Wilmington Blue Rocks, so I'm yeah. sorry for what that. About,
1: what about the Montgomery Biscuits? That's pretty good.
2: That's not nearby.
1: A... Okay. What about the Wildwood Blue Crabs?
2: That's mm. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: how about... How to make a metal helmet, how to make a knight helmet, how to make a samurai helmet, how to make helmets. All of these on here are the same thing, right?
0: Yeah, this, here's the thing. You can get sheets of, like, aluminum for pretty cheap. And a big I mean, hammer. It's real, it's real easy to bend them. Yeah, huh.
1: and to cut your fingers up. Tragically, you would have sharp they are. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't say how to make a knight helmet safely, <laughs> Louisa. <laughs> okay, yeah. fair. This is- I don't understand someone who comes here and puts that question into Ricky How, How to make a knight helmet. Are you talking about a real one? How did they make them originally? How could oh. you make a good replica? How do you make a cosplay version out of foam? Like, there's a million mm. different things and you're asking. knight
0: are you talking about? Wayne Knight? Yeah. Uh, oh. The Dark Knight? Wayne Gretzky? Um,
1: yeah. So that's a
2: hockey helmet. It's different.
0: <laughs>
2: <Yep>. Dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That show,
0: Uh, I. But they did have lots of very different styles of knight helmets throughout history. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that's true. You
1: would want one where the visor looks like it's your eyes are looking out of like a dragon's mouth or something. I think that would be cool. No,
0: I would want one that's like a tube, like a cylinder tube Mm -hmm. with a flat top, and then the front part is like a a, like a cross. Oh, okay. And then your eyes look out of the slit. The like yeah. the bow like style, head. yeah, yeah, like a crusade style helmet. Mm-hmm. That's and a pretty good this, one. You want this, you say <laughs> that's. The, I think that if I was gonna be if I was gonna put the work into making a knight costume, I think that's the one I would want.
2: Would it have a big like, would it have a big like feather like head piece coming Bloom. off of the top of it? Oh, Bloom, definitely, yeah. yes, okay. It's,
0: I would want... Um, I, and I would want it to have a tabard that has, like, a cross on it, and then I would want to have a shield that says, I don't support the Crusades, because I don't want people to think I'm some kind of weird religious zealot, I just think it looks cool. Yeah, you
2: just found the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think I would want something, uh, sort of like the the Shovel Knight helmet.
1: Mm-hmm. I would That's want pretty it,
2: close I, to what I said, I think. I would want it to have horn decorations, though, and uh-huh. I, would, I would want it to be a little more, uh curved, maybe like flared
0: out at the bottom a little bit. Um, I'm looking up a picture of Shovel Knight now. Oh yeah, this
1: is a good look. I like the ones with horns or little metal uh, like bird wings a lot of them would have, or bat wings would be very cool mm-hmm. on the sides. Yeah, that would be
0: Except fun. Except I do feel like those would get bent all the time.
1: Yeah, it's more for show. I want a helmet for show for uh, jousting and stuff, For not, but not for battle. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely
2: do- getting a sword shoved through the slot right into my <laughs> eyes and dying yeah. in the opening scene of the movie
0: (laughs) here's the thing having made a lot of very shitty helmets for costumes over the years the problem with those easily bendable pieces is that they get bent without you realizing it and then you then you look back at the pictures later and you're like well i look like an absolute fucking idiot in all of this now (sighs) yeah it's true in fairness were you going to look cool dressed as shovel knight uh i mean yeah
2: Oh, shovel Knight, well, is, Knight good. is cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's that, you know fair. When you got me, you got me.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is why I like the idea of building armor out of uh, craft foam, which a lot of people do because it's lightweight and easy to get and cheap. Because uh, it it just bends and then it bends right back, and it's pretty good. Have people talked a lot about the
0: fact that uh, Shovel Knight's shovel is a Cornish style shovel instead of a um, Devon style shovel? Well, we can no, talk about it now.
1: <laughs>
0: Basically, I don't know. I mean, we could. Is there some community online trying to determine Shovel Knight's true identity? <laughs>
1: <Whether> <laughs> like they're actually they maybe are. King Arthur because they're from Cornwall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was trying to get at.
2: <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs>
0: You oh, know what? Awesome. You guys made fun of me, but that
1: interesting that Jeff just said, I think, was genuine. Hold on.
2: <laughs> is Shovel Knight King Arthur?
1: He could also be like Mordred or somebody, you Ooh, know? Ooh,
2: that would be a twist. Yeah. Yep. Uh, while he fights a guy called the Black Knight,
0: is that something oh, King Arthur did? No, I think that was Martin Lawrence. <laughs> no, he was God. the Black Knight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did it. Oh, Good jokes. Got him. <laughs> Uh, more helmet stuff. Give me one.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought you were looking something up. You said you were. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, How to avoid the short perm helmet look. Uh, You gotta run your fingers through the curls, I guess. But then it doesn't look as
0: permed, right? It sort of begins to lose its cohesion.
1: I think you can only have one or the other. Either mm. you loosen up the curls so it doesn't look like a helmet, or it looks like a helmet because they're all perfect curls. Could you- I feel like part of the problem
0: with that helmet look is that the- the hair that's, like, right against your scalp is so plastered down. Yeah. Could you have it be very permed, but, like, only the ends of it permed? Mm, no. That only happens in anime.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could just put a hat on and then get everything that isn't covered by the hat permed. <laughs>
0: Like a bowl is-
1: cut with a pervy and uh exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> what if, I know this is going to sound counterintuitive for not having your hair look like a helmet, but what if you got a helmet uh-huh. and then glued hair to it? <laughs> okay,
2: I'm intrigued uh-huh. by this. Then it would look like you either had very voluminous hair, or if you did a bad job, a huge head.
0: Mm-hmm. This is what they but- did on Flight of the Concords, as you'll yes. remember. But people wouldn't be talking about how much your hair looks like a helmet anymore because they would be worried about you. (laughs) Yes, true. Mm. I don't want to worry people more than I already do. (laughs) Yep. How to buy a snowmobile (laughs) helmet is a pretty crazy question. Yeah. You could have typed half of
2: those words into Google and already be done. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Surely wherever you bought your snowmobile would have helmets, right? If you buy a snowmobile and the person selling it to you
0: doesn't include a helmet in the deal, then you need to go to a different snowmobile dealer, I think.
1: Uh interesting. I feel like snowmobile culture is against wearing helmets, though, to be fair. Are you thinking of ATV culture, or are they the same culture? I think they're the same culture in different seasons.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just cold
2: ATVs.
1: And then they become yep. a ski-doo weirdo in the summer. <laughs> uh, actually, I guess a
2: snowmobile is a one-terrain vehicle, and really. They,
1: and, and in the spring,
0: they ride around in a wooden chariot pulled by goats. <laughs> yeah, <that's> right. <laughs> they fly it over the Rainbow Bridge, back to their home yeah. in Asgard. Oh, <laughs> uh, Thor would
2: absolutely be an
0: ATV hillbilly.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, that's pretty much the MCU version, right? <laughs> I don't think so. He's, like, too sensitive. I feel like if Thor was a real person, he would 100% be a proud boy. (laughs) Yeah, he's a real
1: toxic masculinity type of guy. Oh my god, yeah.
2: That's unfortunate. (laughs) Unfortunately, when the Nazis appropriated Norse mythology, they were right.
0: I mean, listen, I'm a huge fan of Norse mythology from before it became racist. Well, before it was again recognized as racist. (laughs) (laughs) Before, Um, Before Nazis took it yes exactly um, and even if you love all of Norse mythology you have to acknowledge that if there was going to be a racist in the Norse pantheon it would be Thor mm.
2: <laughs> yeah
0: Loki a lot of them aren't racist they're just Loki busy turning into different animals <laughs> yeah <laughs> like I think Odin, Odin <laughs> is the biggest piece of shit but in a like, he's a piece of shit to everyone. Yeah he's, yeah, he's colorblind in how much of a bastard he is. Because mm-hmm. he only has one eye.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. He made a deal to keep his depth perception, but lose his uh, color, whatever you call it.
1: Jesse, I think the different eyes do different things? <laughs>
0: uh, that's when kind of what I'm getting for Winger this. Odin, they do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yep. And, of course, the Norns uh, only care about class. <laughs> Not race yeah
1: mm-hmm. uh, that's a weird one
0: <laughs> yeah well they are they're the first billionaires
1: <laughs> the Norns wait are not the Norns the dead soldiers No they the dead?
0: Norns the Norns are the three um, oh, witches right. with one eye that witches, make everyone's face in the future yeah. yeah the the Norse equivalent of the fates yes
1: yeah
0: uh, who would be the biggest uh, racist in Greek mythology? Uh, all of them. They are all terrible. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, I'm going to no say in that one.
1: I'm going to say Artemis because all the other gods want to fuck so bad they don't care. They don't care uh, about okay. <laughs> race, but no, Artemis but doesn't. Zeus
0: would be racist in the way that, like, uh, oh people... fetishizing people. Over yeah, the races? exactly. Yes. exactly. Yes. he would be a Thomas Jefferson style racist. Yeah, uh-huh. he would.
2: He would absolutely like turn into something that is like a racist joke to try and seduce someone of that race. That would be Zeus mm. all over. I'm not going to provide any examples yes. because that's <laughs> Audience,
0: awful. Imagine a racist joke yeah. and then put Zeus into it and now you've got the joke Jeff uh-huh. would say if yeah. he wasn't afraid of offending
2: you. It's not a fear thing. It's a you know all of them and we've all agreed that we're not doing that anymore.
0: Yes, I okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Thor, <laughs> I don't know. Zeus, Thor... How to attach a visor to a football helmet now. Whoa, what? I'm, ass- I'm assuming they mean those ones that like come down to like a plexiglass flip down oh, style. Yes. I
1: forgot those existed.
0: But I would love it if it was those green see through visors like old timey accountants <laughs> used.
1: <laughs> you have little arm garters on
0: your football yes. uh, yeah. uniform. Oh. Oh my god, listen, (laughs) if there was an NFL team called the Gentleman Gyms, I would watch the (laughs) fuck out of that team.
1: God, that would be good. (sighs) Isn't that what the movie Leatherheads was about? Yeah. No.
2: Uh,
1: (laughs) It had George Clooney in it,
0: didn't it? Maybe. George Clooney, I'm trying to imagine, I'm certain he's been in a movie where he had a handlebar mustache, but I can't picture it in my mind. I know he had a mustache he was proud of in... Uh, oak oh, brother where art thou that hmm. was like oh, oh no was it his hair he was proud right of his hair yeah too? but I
1: feel like he had a mustache at some point in that movie did he maybe he just Ugh. had beard stubble he did have a big long beard when he got out of jail
0: I think yeah and then he shaved it I haven't watched that movie in a long time yeah. that was a good movie it was a good movie I should watch that again
2: it's really really funny that because at the beginning of the movie they state that it's based on the Odyssey mm-hmm. uh, that it was only eligible for Best Adapted Screenplay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's great.
2: Um, I want to get into this as maybe our maybe our last one. We've got yeah, let's do it. Three ones here: design your own lacrosse helmet, paint a goalie helmet, design a goalie helmet. What are you putting on your full coverage helmet when you are
0: in a sport that requires such? Okay, well. Are you asking us personally, yeah. or is this a more general question?
2: Well, one, what is the best thing to do? And two, what would each of us do?
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think you have to take a lot of inspiration here from the 70s van airbrushing. Oh, interesting.
2: Okay. Right? Make How your head you look not? like a
0: wizard. My instinct I wa-
2: was World War Two fighter planes.
0: Okay. I was thinking, like, a unicorn made out of metal.
2: Whoa. Ooh, the that horn cool. might be
0: a liability. Is what I am thinking. No, 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 no. The helmet isn't a model of a unicorn.
1: Oh, <laughs> it has a unicorn painted on well, the side of it. I thought we were talking about like actual hockey goalie helmets where they used to be able to paint, like, to make it look like their head was a tiger's head or something. Oh,
0: uh, yeah, 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 but, yeah, you
1: could do. But that. it's just painting.
0: There is no three dimensionality to this image.
1: Oh, I see. So, so there is no horn's It's a horse then. <laughs>
0: No, 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 listen. <laughs> it's a purple horse is what you're suggesting. <laughs> it's not that my head is a horse's head. I'm okay. not talking about that Halloween mask from five
1: years ago. <laughs>
0: okay. I'm talking about my head is like- A canvas. Is a helmet, and then on the helmet is painted like a cloudy sky with a, with a cool- Pe- winged unicorn, okay. made of mm. metal, on it. Like my head was an old timey van. Okay. I see.
2: Okay. I was. I'm thinking like, imagine the helmet gets is the front of a fighter plane. So we draw like a shark mouth and an angry eye on there. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, what are you doing, Louisa?
1: Uh, Slimer from Ghostbusters. Whoa, cool.
0: <laughs>
2: then they'll play the Ghostbusters
0: theme every time you come on the ice. Ooh, that is good. And that could be your goalie nickname. Here's Louisa Slimer Heron.
2: Because yep. of that one time that you threw up on a guy when you were <laughs> hit by
0: a When puck. I
1: skate out every time I'm eating a bunch of hot dogs all <laughs> Oh my god. No, but seriously, if every yeah. time you came out onto the ice you ate a whole hot dog, that would be
0: incredible.
1: Yep. <laughs> Ugh. And the whole I'm doing my helmet in the style where the whole head is slimer. So it's got the weird mm-hmm. little eyes on top, it's got his horrible teeth all around the face mm-hmm. area, it's got his weird little arms at the sides.
0: And the visor in front of your face has a circular hole in it for you to put hot dogs through. That's right.
1: <laughs> <So you laughs> exactly.
2: Yes, uh, I think I want one that's a perfect cylinder and then has like the <laughs> T visor in the front and a big feather plume <laughs> on it.
0: I do like this <laughs> now, could you put one of those like flashing lights on top of your helmet like they have on the goal to signal when a goal is scored <laughs> 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 to, to shame you. <laughs> Like here's the guy who didn't block the goal. <laughs> I mean that would be cool, but also or or it flashes whatever the other goal is scored on. Or what if you could just make it flash whenever somebody doesn't get a goal to
1: really confuse the people <laughs> keeping score? I yeah, I that's you were what you want. Confuse <laughs> the other team into thinking they'd already scored because yeah, they see the flashing I mean, light and then they don't you block
0: a. Go- if you block a shot, then your helmet light goes off, mm, and then okay. the team is like, "Wait, did that?" Was that his light, or the the goal light? Yeah, Yeah, what I want to do,
2: absolutely, is confuse the scorekeepers into thinking my team
0: is losing. (laughs) Yes, because then you can move for a mistrial, or whatever. (laughs) A hockey mistrial. Your honor, of (laughs) hockey.
2: (laughs) Well, thanks yeah. for listening to us. I move. I move for halftime. Come to my penalty box so yeah. we can discuss the
0: evidence. Judge, can I please have a penalty box? <laughs> <laughs> That's the equivalent of a sideboard.
1: <laughs> Sidebar, I think you mean. Let's Sidebar. Actually, yeah, Sideboard
0: yeah. is the extra cards the that you bring to Magic is where the where Gathering. And
1: gets the hot dog she used to eat. Yeah, <laughs> <half time. laughs> oh, I'm a fan favorite. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, it's it's Slimer Night down down at the stadium.
0: Now, Louisa, I realize that you do not have any interest in playing any organized sports at all, but mm-hmm. you realize that as a woman who is uh, willing to be a real wild animal on the, the court or whatever, you could be a star in any sport you <laughs> wanted to. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I like feel if like if you became a roller roller derbyer
1: <laughs> who was Slimer and you ate hot dogs on, <laughs> you would be instantly famous. Worldwide. Well, here's the thing: I feel like I would go out wherever and do my little bullshit, and people would like it in the audience. And then all the other highly skilled and athletic women who were involved in the sport would t- then target me for being an asshole, and they would be completely yeah. right to do so. Yeah. This is all good. Yeah. Not for me it's not.
2: You want to be the heel of the Delaware <laughs> yes, Thunder.
1: Exactly <laughs> correct.
0: No, here's what you do. In the locker room with the other women, you explain to them that you're taking the heat off of them so that they don't get treated as horribly by the fans. So that the
2: ice doesn't melt underneath of them
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. from yeah, the I mean, heat. Right, if you think about it, I say. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Anyway, thanks for listening to our show. If you liked it, please rate and review (laughs) us on your podcatcher of choice and tell your friends about the show so we can continue to grow. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at HackTheNetPod, or you can join our Discord to talk to us directly. You just have to send us a message on Mastodon. I'm at Matt Heron at Mastodon.online.
2: I'm also online, but uh, it's a secret AR game to figure out where. Go to weaponizedlanguage.com to listen to son. son. Yay. Whoa, cool.
1: <laughs> uh, you can find me online at louisa at mastodon.xyz
0: alright thanks for listening to the show if you liked it please come back next week in the meantime though do not forget that if it's not Matt it's not worth it eh, I don't know if other people are going to be into it
1: I'm the best around <laughs>
0: That the Da Vinci Code is how ARGs got started. I think
2: that uh the like the collective unconscious, so to speak, was moving towards uh whatever category of thing led to the Da Vinci Code and escape rooms and AR games all happening around the same time. Yeah. You know, we were all just hungry to be in a place that had secret puzzles.
0: I was it's thinking true. recently about like, you know, how the world is bad. Uh and I like if we could get to a place where the whole of humanity's only real thing that they're working on anymore is everyone making up games to entertain everyone else. That would be pretty good. Uh, that right? would be nice. That's yeah. what's yeah. all we should be doing. Yeah. That's we the dream. Robots make us all our food and clean our houses and we spend all of our time making up games for each other. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That's the dream of like uh, movies and books where people stay in a rich people stay in a summer house in like the Mm nineteen twenties and then they like put on a play for each other in the evening.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's I mean,
1: you're just describing Star Trek. (laughs)
2: Yeah, it is. I guess so. (laughs) It's but, you know, some people some people hate games enough that they invented a whole fake economy about it and now we have to all go to work forever
0: yep Ugh. which is a different kind of game if you think about it where no one wins